Blog Talk Radio. Totally between the three of you guys, uh, well, girls and guys, uh, you got you will answer the questions, and you're trying to beat each other because uh, ATAZP got some money on this, and I'm putting a nine a new shiny twenty dollar bill out for you guys. Whoever wins this competition. <laughs> a $20 bill. And we are in a recession, so please bear with me. Down in way again, Rolanda. Okay, I am going to go with, she said 80. Characters in movies. There's a lot of women actresses in movies. So I'm going to say slightly lower than that. And I'm going to go, look, I sound like I'm on um, the million dollars. Jeopardy, hell yeah. <laughs> look, I would like to ask the audience. Oh, okay. All right. She bought it. So I, I, I uh, really enjoyed it, and I walked up in the line. I know we had never met before in person, talked to her many times. Awesome. It was awesome to meet you. Yeah, same here. And I'm just like I said, when you get to your church, you need to let me know. And I, I know, hey, when you speak it in existence, you know, you speak it, it comes into existence. So I'm just, I'm just saying, when you get your church, don't worry, I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna know anyway. <laughs> It'll be on one of these websites. <laughs> I'll be like, well, I guess I'm going to our church right now. That's funny, but yeah, I I truly appreciate you for that because I just thank you for that support because I was a, a ball of nerves, but God moves, you know. How wife to be looks. I mean, I need to know what Miss TAZ is going to look like. I have picture, yes, here. All women have their backs turned in a long Indian dress. Which back is hers? The big back. Yes. <laughs> Man, she's got a big Nagami. <laughs> Carrying over the threshold, I may need a wheelbarrow. <laughs> you black man like big box? I heard songs. Baby got the back. Baby got the back. I like big box and I can't Hold up. Nice. Hold up, sir. Money a lot. Uh, version. I should have sent y'all the new version, but it's cool. <laughs> hey, uh, I got a question. What uh-huh. promoted to put that dial tone all the way through there? <laughs> I'm like, it, I said, oh, my God. They done hooked the dial tone up. Now, it, was, yeah, it was my idea because I'm like, I want people to almost find it annoying. Like, damn, I sure hear that a lot because, I mean, you hear it a lot anyway on your phone, but it's like to hear it through a song. It's like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> 20, 20, 30 minutes. If you go on 70, no, 30 minutes out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, because I did it. <laughs> All the way through Steubenville, me and Billy Anderson drove 70 miles an hour, made it in 30 minutes downtown Pittsburgh, uh, tri-state area where Pittsburgh, West Virginia, and Ohio meet on the river. Uh, shoot up bang bang town. Many Chicago was what they call it. Yeah. Death all around, and anything about ready to jump off at any time. For real. Yeah, and that's the place we call home. Wow. And you call it that with purpose. With purpose and meaning, because my mom and dad's there. We, he, we didn't have no money. 
And here's the speech I here's the speech I gave DJ. We ain't got no money. All I got is forty dollars for gas. That's when gas was low. We ain't talking about just now, right? We talking about years ago in ninety in ninety six, ninety seven, early ninety seven. Uh, at least twenty years ago. Okay. <laughs> and gas was low. You could ride forty dollars and go all the way back down south. I said, oh, I only yeah. got forty dollars. We can't eat. No, we can't eat. I said, now I know this girl in Louisville, and if she don't look good. We ain't staying here, but if she look good, I'm gonna ask her to cook us so. though. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. so the whole time, man, you're going, please look good, please. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Turner, let's get this in the movie. Uh, for real, for real, I'm for real in the mud. Let's get this in the movie and get uh, one of these uh, young, uh, up and coming hip hop artists to play uh, Chris. Let's do this. Man. I agree, and that's that's what we're shooting for too. And just being able to tell, you know, give an alternate, you know, an alternate to, to our story in terms of hip hop. So. For real. Well, I appreciate you for coming on. Like I said. Uh, I will stay in contact with you and uh, definitely check on you from time to time. And when that next book come out, my uh, brother, uh, make sure you hit me up so I can oh, get a hold of him. I'm one of your number one fans now. Oh, man, I appreciate it. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm a fan of the show, too. This is, you know, probably one of the best interviews I've, I've had. You guys are, are, you know, absolutely great. I appreciate you. I appreciate everything you do. These type of venues are absolutely important because it helps artists such as myself, you know, to, for us to get to that next level. But preach, really, I'll never go back, truly, here is a lesson that I want to teach, girl, I'm still waiting, practice what you preach, oh, yeah, just like I said, I seen you coming through that door, with that pretty smile, Debbie, don't hit me in the head with a brick. It's just entertainment, girl. Just entertainment. I got stuck in, a, stuck in Atlanta trying to drive, and the battery went out. And I called you because back then they had car phones. We didn't have no cell phones. We yeah. used that car phone, and it was dying. It was on its last end. I said, don't yeah. hit me because your girl is cold out <laughs> We were stuck. I said, I'm stuck on 85. I don't know where we at. Everybody else I see on the line, uh, DJ, you in the house? I'm here, babe. Welcome, welcome. This is ATAZP Live on Blog Talk Radio. I played the long version of the intro. Ain't got no guests tonight. Tonight is comedy on ATAZP Live. Let's get into it. The first comedian I got is Flame Monroe. Flame Monroe, a.k.a. Marcus Parker, born in Chicago, is a transgender person. Very funny. I have I have three cuts from him. First one is him on stage performing. And then the second one is a Karen Hunter show interview he did. And then the next one is him on stage ending it. This is the first comedian of three. ATAZP, 
Comedy night, baby. I can fool some people sometimes. White men, every day. White women just think that I'm Becky with the good hair. The brothers, the black men, damn, I ain't even know. But ain't nobody looking. Come on, come on, come on. But you loud ass, ignorant ass, Michelle Obama smart black bitches. Always fucking know. <laughs> and you're loud and rude. I'm in the bathroom changes tonight. Two sisters in the bathroom. Girls, you see the man in the blue dress? I say, I say, yeah, bitch, I'm in here. But I saw the bitch's shoes. I saw the shoes. I'm checking shoes. I'm checking shoes. So with the government shutdown, it was so messed up for so many people because I cannot fool black women. I fucking can't fool little kids. Ooh. Ooh, little kids is rude and ignorant and they just laugh. I'm walking through Ralph's, walking through Walmart. They walking with their mama. They just stop and look at the bitch. Like, I'm a circus freak or a sideshow attraction. Piss all down their leg and shit. That's number two. But the worst thing I can't fool, ladies and gentlemen, which worked for me with the shutdown, is the fucking full body scanning machine at the airport. Ooh, I call that machine Taraji Henson because it finds my hidden figure every time. And the machine got a life of its own. I could be eight or nine in line waiting to go through. And it's like the machine look around and be like, oh, yeah, bitch, I see you. I'm going to get your ass. <laughs> so they always say, come on through, ma'am. You have to come through. And you know you have to put your arms up and open your legs. This is my version of opening my legs. They say you have to open your legs, ma'am. I said, mm, mm, mm. But it's always some sister, some black bitch, TSA. Looking at the screen, telling everybody, come here, look, 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 that's the man. But the coward bitch always sends a little Asian bitch running over there. Oh, excuse me, ma'am, sir, sir, ma'am, ma'am, sir, sir, ma'am. I'm like, little bitch, get your pronouns together. I slapped the shit off. She says, you have to get pat down. Do you prefer male or female pat down? So I always scan the room to see who looking. It's always some fine brother up in the cut. Looking at a bitch laughing and shit. I say, excuse me, ma'am. Technically, I'm still a male. It's illegal for you to pat me down. Get that nigga. And like, hey, he come over to me. I'm standing there. He said, man, this some bullshit. <laughs> I say, do your job, player. So when I met you, you had to fix your breasts. Yes, the left breast was gang banging. Yeah, it was. It was. It was leaning. Yeah, it was leaning. It was leaning. And it was leaning. I mean, that was some transparency, and I was like, "How are they going? Let me, Doctor De- uh, Terry Debro and NASA. Oh, I love you, Doctor uh, Debro. And, yeah. and Doctor Nassif. Yes, yeah, Paul and I knew Nassif from the Beverly Hills Housewives mm-hmm. franchise because mm. he was married to um, Maloof. Right. So, so it was all like, so I'm all caught up. Okay. 
for you walking in this world with breasts mm-hmm. and other parts, because you have children that you have birthed through your loins. Yes. Children, three of them, beautiful yes, children. Thank you. How, how does, and again, it's an you're an individual. How how does that work? You know, to to have all parts. I get up in the morning just like you do and do what I'm supposed to do. Okay. And and but but we're gonna go into depth in that. It's just it was just the way you brought it to me. I am so comfortable in this skin and being who I am. I've known who I was since I was eight years old. I am so comfortable being me, and I always wanted a family. I always wanted my own children. <laughs> Realistically, one, but it didn't fall in that order, so we got caught up with three. Um, wow. What happened though? I, my rhythm method was off. My pullout game ain't shit. Uh, <laughs> Yo. <laughs> yeah, again, so I want to ask medical questions. And I'm like, is that appropriate nowadays? Listen, wow. listen to My me. First this like... is Flame Monroe. Right. I am not on the tranny bandwagon. I, tr- I love my sisters. Uh-huh. I support my sisters right. when they write. But I'm, you talking to me, and if you ain't scared to ask it, I ain't scared to answer. Okay, so my question was, C-section, are you saying you put it? No, no, oh, no, so no, you no, birthed no, no, somebody no. else. I am still genitalia a man. I still gotcha. have, yeah, I still you got said birth the kid, And then I was just like, Bre- and I wasn't. You can't can't I was late. I was off. And then I was like, is this, this is a maphrodite situation? Just, no, no, Again, no, just, I'm confused. Let me apologize. I did ask Please the question incorrectly because I, I didn't want to be offensive. Right. right? So I asked, this is so, me. You I know, cannot I know, offend but me. I, I'm just meeting you for the first time, Flame, so I want to be respectful. I'm giving I wanna you, be, I'm I'm giving wanna, you the uh, pass. Okay, so when your dick gets... No, I'm just playing. About your dick. Hey. This to be the topic of these last couple of meetings. People are fascinated because, you know, you are anatomically... You know, yes. uh, and and so and you talk in your comedy about how big it is. Well, but you do, you jokes. do. It's a joke, but a jo- it's, it's okay. not a joke, but it's a joke. I say it in a joking manner, but promise you, if I laid it on the table, it's not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I never decided to change anything about me. Plus, I was very comfortable in being who I am. So my children, when they were born, this is exactly who I was. I never, I, they were conceived. I was like this. But and I lived as a woman before they got here. So in order to have my to give my children as normal life as possible, what society considers normal, I don't dress up and drag when I go, when to, go to school. school. And I don't dress up and drag when their children their friends are around. I dress up for work. And so my children understand that. But I've always been dad. I have a sixteen year old son that's being courted wow. by MIT for a full ride. I will never lose the respect of my son as his father. I don't care how much titties I got in your booty and how many wigs I wear. I am still his dad. And when he crosses the line, I say, nigga, who you talking to? Mm. He immediately shuts it down because he know Marcus didn't showed up. Flame ain't here no more. Mm. And Marcus <laughs> will punch you in your chest. Whoop his ass. That's mm. right. And my daughters wow. love their dad. They, they adore me because I'm me and I teach my children, you live your life. Be happy with who you are. You cannot be unapologetic. You can't be apologetic. You can't make excuses. Excuses to me is like a nigga on his way to jail. My kids know that. I said it every day. Don't <laughs> give me no excuses. Don't bring me no B's and C's up in here. It's like a nigga on his way to jail. So they know exactly who I am. And if people had more sense of self and were so comfortable with who they were, I'm telling you, we would be a smooth world. We would be a smooth, easy Yo, world. Yo, I respect it, man. It's that confidence and respecting who hey, you are. Hey, that's my hustle. The man and me been pimping the woman and me for 25 years. <laughs> the LGBT, ABCDFG, PTSD community. Because all these motherfucking alphabets is blowing me out. I'm old school. You either like penis or vagina or both. Penis or vagina or both. 
I can't keep up with all this terminology. Asexual, bisexual, pansexual, skillet sexual, crockpot sexual. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Don't ask me. I love my community, but we tripping over the wrong shit. Meanwhile, Ed Buck is still in West Hollywood killing black boys. Y'all President Donald Trump is trying to completely erase the transgender community. And I know y'all see my big ass. Let me hide. Can y'all see me? Let me turn to the side. Can y'all see me? Because Donald Trump wants to do away with us, and we're not fighting over that. So I love my community, but y'all be tripping. And in this country, I'm telling you, living as a trans woman, it is safer for me to tell the police if I get pulled over that I'm a trans than it is for me to say I'm a black man. That's real shit. Because I'm telling you, I was stopped on the road a couple of weeks ago. I ain't tell this boy that, though. This was that kind of story. <laughs> I was pulled over by a motorcycle police speeding. He got behind me, but he was a white boy. I said, I got this nigga. <laughs> he got off the motorcycle and come up to the car. I was already dressed up. Titties were sitting way up high. They went down here. They were way up high. He said, excuse me. I said, I'm sorry, officer. Is there a problem? He said, yes, ma'am. You were speeding. I said, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm running late for work. I promise to slow down. He said, well, hold on, pretty gal. Hold on. I said, ooh. He ain't looked at me up close because I cut the shit out of my face on the left side on my way to work. I was shaving. <laughs> so he looked at me and he said, well, hold on, pretty girl, hold on. You show is a lovely gal. I'm thinking to myself, he really don't know. So he looking at me, he said, I need to see your license and registration. Now here's where it got tricky. Because Slay Monroe ain't on shit. Marcus Parker is on everything. <laughs> I'm going to be good. He says, let me talk to you. He says, is it true what they say about you black gals? I'm thinking to myself, and what is that, officer? He say, that you black gals got a fat monkey. I thought to myself, play, I don't know how fat the monkey is, but the giraffe is a motherfucker. So I'm thinking to myself, nigga, that same statement gonna be true tomorrow, fucking with me. Let me introduce myself. My name is Behinder from Queens, all the way from the NYC. I am a female independent artist, in which I am a singer, songwriter. And I produce my own tracks. That's right, y'all. So come check me out at thehighnessunlimited.net. That is spelled D-H-Y-N-E-Z unlimited.net. This is coming live from the ATAZ radio station in the ATL. So peace, love, and happiness to you all. Most of all, keep it real with yourself as well as others. Peace out.
yo, this is ATAZP, live on Blog Talk Radio, comedy night. Uh, my second, second comedian I'm playing is Bill Burr, known as William Frederick Burr, born in Canton, Massachusetts. Grammy nominated for Best Comedy Album in 2019. Uh, Bill Burr is a white comedian. He's married to a black girl. We got two sets from him. I'm going to play the first one, then the second one. Again, this is Comedy Night on ATAZP, baby. I like fucked up shit, man. I like when crazy stuff happens. I like stuff like in sports. I love watching sports. Like I love all this stuff like people cheating, like with steroids, you know? I am so pro-steroids, it's ridiculous. I, I could give a shit. I could really give a shit, you know? I don't know what Barry Bonds is doing, but whatever he's doing, I hope he keeps doing it. I hope he just comes out as like one big chest muscle with like a bat sticking out. Just keeps cranking him over the fence, you know? Who gives a fuck, dude? People have been cheating since the beginning. Since I was watching baseball in the 70s. Half of them were on coke. You don't think that that helps you see the ball a little better? Be like wired out of your mind, like, dude, I can see every stitch. The curveball, I'm gonna fucking fight it. Twelfth inning, you're all fucking amped up. This is the shit, man. No, I love all that stuff. I like when, you know, people fall out of the upper deck, when athletes punch people in the stands. I mean, that's, that's just like what's entertaining for me now, you know? I like that Jimmy the Greek moment that happens in sports, you know? Like once every four or five years, you know that? Like some 50, 55-year-old white dude tries to explain why black people are kicking the shit out of white people in practically every major sport, you know? And it always goes down the same way, right? There's always like three white dudes and the one white dude in the middle, he's always like the guy with like the theory. You know, he's always like, you know, it seems these, uh, these African-American athletes, they, uh, they seem to have this, uh, this quick twitch uh, muscle fire. You know, there's a uh, slow twitch and there's um, this quick twitch. And the second the dude says that, like the other two white dudes start like sliding out of frame. Like, okay, this guy's getting fired and I'm not going to be part of this highlight. Nice knowing you, Ned. Keep that seat warm, right? And the dude in the middle, he's just like hell-bent on getting fired. You know, he just he starts like bringing up slavery. And evidently they were reading the strongest man with the strongest woman and that quick twitch. And literally 20 minutes later, that dude's on TV. He's like fired, right? He's crying, his family's standing there, he's got like a box of shit from his desk with like an Emmy sticking out. He's like, I don't know what I said, I was just talking about the quick twitch and the slow twitch and I was, wasn't just trying to make a point. No, I love that. I love seeing people mess up their careers like that. It's just funny to me. Plus, I gotta admit, as a white dude, on some level, I have to believe in that theory because it's like, are white dudes that bad at basketball? I can't even watch the NBA anymore, man. It's like every highlight, the white dude's like that, the black dude's got like his nuts in his face. Fucking slap! I'm just sitting at home like, for the love of God, tackle the guy. Jesus Christ, get out of the way. You ever get tired of those two nuts flying over your head? You know you're gonna be on Sports Center. Just get out of the way. Dude, I'm telling you, there's got to be something to that theory. I saw this show one time on Runaway Slaves. It was one of the most amazing programs I've ever seen in my life. Dude, when you ran away as a slave, you just didn't run to the end of the driveway and be like, ah, fuck that job, just start walking down the street. Dude, you had to, like, run through whole states. There's dogs chasing you, you're hurtling shit, you're swimming. Those were the first fucking triathletes. And there was nobody helping him out. There was no dude on the side of the road like, come on, man, two more states, you're in Ohio. Suck it up, you're looking good, looking good. 
Dude, you are on your own. Is it any wonder? 250, 300 years of that shit, and then I'm gonna D you up in gym class? It ain't happening. I come from hundreds of years of alcoholics. I got like half a liver, you know what I mean? It's just... <laughs> you know what's funny to me about that stuff? You can't even like, you know, I always say, know, that, that theory's crazy, but it's just like, you can't even bring up how well black people do, are doing in sports. Everybody gets all weird about it, which I don't understand, because it's like a compliment, you know? Like, feel how weird it is right now. You know, I just brought that shit up. All <laughs> I'm saying something good, right? I saw, I saw a coach get in trouble for that shit. Like, his team was like 0-6 or something. They just couldn't win. And every week, the press was just getting on him more and more and more, right? And the dude, he was just like flustered. And he had like a moment of honesty. They were like, why can't you guys win a game? He's like, oh, you know, oh, the offense isn't getting it done. You know, defense, you know, they're too slow. And they just run out. Tell me, we got to get some more black guys in this team. with I'm telling you, just and immediately, everyone started freaking out like they had no idea what this dude was talking about. It's like, are you watching SportsCenter? Or do you see the Olympics? Like, I love the 100-meter dash, right? There's always, there's always like, like, like nine black dudes and that, that one token white guy in like lane eight. And I'm just sitting there going, come on, man, one time. Just one time, just, just win the bronze, just do what you got to do. And the white dude always stays with him to like the first turn, then he like fucking blows out his hand. Those other eight black dudes are like... <laughs> Where's that white dude the next Olympics? He's like up in the broadcast booth. His career's over. He's, where, he's like a commentator. Yeah, it's gonna be a great race. Still can't feel my fucking toes, but I'm telling you. No, I don't get it. It's like a compliment. We're saying you, you, you're fat. That's a good thing, right? People start all freaking out. Oh, you're acting like that's all we can do. You're saying we can't be scientists. No, we're not. All we're saying is if there was a race to the microscopes, you fuckers would win. <laughs> we're just saying that you're fast. You get there first. Your lab coat would be flapping in the wind. I'd get there like three minutes later all cramped up. <laughs> what are you looking at, bacteria? No, you go first. You just go first. Jesus There's a Volvo. The guy ran by a Volvo in street shoes. I've never seen that before in my life. No, I, I get into those arguments all the time. All the time. Friends of mine will be like, well, how come any time a black athlete does something, they say it's an athletic move. Anytime a white athlete does it, they say it's an intelligent move. And it's like, well, f fair enough, man. It just, just depends on what you're doing. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, if you read a defense, white or black, that's an intelligent move, right? But if you take off from the foul line, jump over nine other dudes and throw the shit down, those other nine guys aren't standing there like, fuck, why didn't I think of that shit? <laughs> Here I am dribbling around, guys. I said, that's some stupid hero shit. See, like a cake flapping in the wind with a big S on your chest. I'm telling you, man, that, that's the funny thing about Hitler. Just let me finish. Let, let me work my way. Let me work my way through this idea. No, that's my, my, favorite, my favorite sports clip is that Jesse Owens shit. I just love it because their whole angle was fucked up. He made Hitler leave in like the third quarter, right? He's putting down his number one finger, just fucking walking out of the stadium. Jesus Christ. Their whole thing was like, we are going to create a superior race. It's like, dude, I think we accidentally already did that. Yeah, we sent a select group of people to the gym every day for a couple hundred years. It's paying dividends. They're fucking dunking on us every day. <laughs> 
dude, how quiet was that limo ride home with Hitler? You know what I'm saying? You know he was talking crazy shit when they were on the way there. They were all amped up. They're going to dominate the Heil. Just going off. That whole ride home, they're just sitting there all quiet. You're sitting next to an even angrier than usual Adolf Hitler. Trying to make some sort of small talk like, hey, it is one nice day, isn't it? You know, nice food. I understand hitting a woman is a bad thing, okay? Well, how come you can't fucking ask questions? I just don't understand. Like, if I get bit by a rattlesnake, wouldn't you guys have some questions? All right? How did it happen? Did you not see it? Were you fucking with it? How did this snake get so mad? It almost killed you. Firemen put out a fire. They don't just drive away afterwards. They sift through the debris. How did it start? Here's an oily rag, right? Look, I realize I'm coming off pretty ignorant right about now. I realize that. Let me extend an olive branch then, okay? I realize that there's some animal guys out there, okay? Horrible guys, you know, have a rough day at the factory, come home, tune a casserole, and just start swinging, all right? I'm not trying to say that those people don't exist. I realize they exist. They should be buried underneath the prison, okay? So if I can admit that, Ladies, can you at least admit that every ass kicking doesn't just fall out of the fucking sky? Really? Even hockey has two minutes for instigating, right? They understand that some back and forth happened before that shit, you know? You know what it is? It's every case is handled like that Rihanna one, where they just say, the guy's a piece of shit, fuck this guy, blah, 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 send him to jail, and then they never ask anything about that. You know, I'm not saying he should have done it, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying, dude, in your heart of hearts, what do you think was going down before that happened? You think she was just sitting there going, oh my God, Baston Robbins, you want to get some ice cream? He fucking, ah, fucking. You know? Or do you think maybe they were having some epic end of the relationship fight and some crazy shit was being said? Maybe she was screaming in his ear some crazy female shit like, oh, fuck all your friends, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> maybe that's why I sell more albums than you, motherfucker. Right? To be fair, she could have just been sitting there going, I need a tissue, do you keep those in the glove box? Oh my God, I'll bring my own. Now, fuck that, because you know what it is? They never address how women argue, which I think is the core of a lot of that shit. You know? And I got to tell you something, man. Like, I never knew how women argued. But after 20 years of losing every significant battle in a relationship, I finally figured out how they argued. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm starting to turn this franchise around. <laughs> I have begun a winning tradition. This is how they argue, as far as I can tell. All right, if they're right, they argue the point. And they stay on point and make sure you stay on point until you're down on your knees apologizing, begging for forgiveness. All right? No problem with that. Totally respect it. But here's the thing. If they're wrong, they go rogue. They go off-road. They start thinking of shit you're sensitive about. Maybe you don't get along with your dad. And in their head, they just start concocting this evil statement. Totally designed. This desperate Hail Mary attempt to make you so fucking mad you just call him a cunt. That's what it is. 
and cunt trumps all the bullshit they did to start the argument. Now it's not about that one. That's no reason to call me a cunt. And then that's it. You're in this room now, right? <laughs> my girl knows my big thing is my big fear in life is to be that dude who grows old, you know, grows old alone, has like that basement apartment, just screaming up at the younger couple, turn it down! That isn't music! So I noticed that. Anytime she was losing a fight, I don't know where she'd just be like, well, that's why you're just going to grow old and be alone. Then I'd, I'd lose my shit. The next thing you know, I'm in the kitchen washing dishes for the ninth fucking time in a row. This is what the argument was about. I was so right. What happened? So if you learn anything from my ignorance tonight, just know this. Next time you're in a battle with your beautiful woman, your, your wife, girlfriend, whatever, and they start out of nowhere. Okay, you're winning, and they just start saying that crazy shit out of nowhere. Just know in that moment you've won the fight, okay? All right, don't get mad. Bob and Weave, slip all of that shit. Maybe because yeah, you, you got a little dick. Just let that slide. Stay in the pocket of the argument. Okay, it's over. The argument is over. You've won. Just take a knee and run out the clock, all right? Yes, lean on the rope. Let them punch themselves out. And then in the end, you throw their psychology right back at them. Well, maybe we should discuss it later when you calm down. <laughs> and they won't hook up with you for a couple of days. Who cares? Who cares? You rub one out. Rub one out like a man. It's a champagne of victory. <laughs> oh, so I've learned. I finally learned to, like, keep my cool in my relationship. Happened a couple years ago, right? Me and my girl had this big argument one day, right? Actually, you, you guys want to hear a story? You want to hear the, about the time my girl punched me in the face yeah. on her birthday? You want to hear that one? Yeah. This is what happened. To be, <laughs> if I'm really honest, the fight started like three months earlier. It's like the middle of March. We're just driving around. And all of a sudden, she sees this closing store. She's like, oh, my God. I didn't know they had one of those out here. We need to stop and go in there. So I, I fuck it. Let's go in there. I walk in immediately, I see it's one of these stores that doesn't have any chairs. I know what they're trying to do. I'm going to be standing right next to her, and when she likes something, I've got to buy it. I don't give a fuck. I'm not playing that. I go over and I sit down underneath a mannequin. Got like the dress hanging in my head. <laughs> Sir, you can't sit there. I don't give a fuck. Looks like I'm doing it. Looks like I'm doing it. All right? <laughs> so unbeknownst to me, she finds some sweater that she likes, right? Some ridiculously priced, like 400 bucks or some shit like that, right? So she knows it's not her birthday, none of that crap. She can't ask me for it. So now she's got to go into manipulation mode. What do I use? What do I use? Do I be sad? Do I pout? Do I use sex? Can't do that. You know what she went with? She went with the little girl. All right? She just came out. She's just like. I'm like, what's up? She's like, saw something that I liked. And I just want to be like, well, then why don't you fucking pay for it? <laughs> so she goes over and she shows it to me, right? And I'm like, it's 400 bucks. She goes, can you get it? I go, no, I'm not doing that. Fuck that. It's not your birthday. It's not Valentine's Day. It's March. I'm not getting you that for St. Patrick's Day. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not doing it. <laughs> so I don't want to happen. We're driving home and somehow she manipulated the, the argument. Not that she asked for the sweater and not that I said no. It was the way I said no, right? Got in this huge argument. Got so mad by the time I, we got to, back to the house, I just told her to get out. I'm driving away. So I just drove away in the Prius. <laughs> right? <laughs> so I was so fucked up about it, I had to call my, my sister up, right? Call her up. 
to get a female perspective. She's laughing her ass off going, you took all the bait, you're an idiot. I go, what do I do? She goes, well, why don't you go back down to the store and just buy the sweater? Hold on to it and give it to her a few months later for her birthday. I'm like, fucking genius. <laughs> genius. I hate the pressure of the birthday. All her friends, so what are you getting her? What are you going to get her? Fucking sweater, bitch. Bam. That's it. <laughs> Got it. All right? Fast forward three months, it's her birthday, right? She's, you know, I'm laying in bed. She wakes up. She wanted to go to some restaurant that night. She's like, did you make the reservations? I'm like, I haven't made them yet, but we'll, you know, we'll be good, right? She starts freaking out. What do you mean? It's my birthday. What do you mean you, make, you didn't make the reservations? I'm like, sweetheart, it's a Tuesday in the middle of a recession. I'm sure that there's going to be a table, right? So she starts freaking out. In the back of my head, I'm like, I got this sweater. I'm good, right? So the more she yells at me, the funnier it becomes to me. But like an asshole, rather than laughing to myself, I sort of snickered out loud, right? <laughs> sort of giggled a couple times, and she just snapped, like, are you laughing at me? Are you laughing at me on my birthday? And then the more she yelled, the more I laughed. The more I laughed, the more she yelled, and it was just this vicious fucking thing all the way up, right? To go, she got all the way to the point she was standing at the back door going, you're going to laugh at me on my birthday? Fuck you! Boom! Slams the door. <laughs> Runs down the stairs. At that point, I'm literally in the fetal position, like dying laughing, walking towards the bathroom. Then all of a sudden I hear, bum, 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 bum. she came back up the stairs. And I'm not going to lie to you, I got a little scared for half a second. <laughs> no, I did. I was in my underwear. I was feeling vulnerable. She comes flying into the bathroom. And the second I saw her face, I knew she was going to hit me. Right? And I'm such an asshole, I actually have a game plan for when a woman's going to hit you. Like, that's how many women I've pissed off in my lifetime. I actually know what's going down. This is how it is. Most women, they're flailers. All right? Unless they had some sort of MMA training, then you're on your own. You're probably going to catch a few, right? <laughs> but most of them are flailers. Most are right-handed. So you've got to guess overhand right. That's the first thing you've got to guess. So you get down in the pocket, right? That overhand right comes in. Bam! You catch that wrist. Second the right's coming, you know the left's coming. Bam! You catch that one. This is the crucial moment. Second you got the right, the next then you got the left, immediately you've got to step back and you've got to go like this. Because she's going to try to kick you right in the balls. As she kicks you, then you spin them around, tuck your head down low, because they will try to headbutt you, and then you just use the weight of your torso to slowly bring them down to the floor as you whisper sweet things. Oh, look at the tiles. Remember you picked those out? They go so well with the wallpaper, right? <laughs> but she tricked me. She came into the bathrooms and she invented this new punch. She didn't throw a right, she didn't throw a left. She came on like this two-fisted, I called it like the defibrillator, right? She caught me in the shoulder and like in my appendix. Just a fucking blam like that. Almost went flying back into the bathtub. And I caught myself and she's all ready for me to take the bait and flip out. And I didn't. I just remained calm. I was just like, sweetheart, I think you need to go to work now. She didn't know what to do. She's like... And she just, just walked out. All right? Went down to the car, drove to work. I walked out in the kitchen. I got some Cheerios. Sat down and started watching Sports Center. <laughs> Fucking three minutes later, all of a sudden the phone rings. All right? Pick up the phone and I just hear her going, Hi. <laughs> okay. Things got a little crazy. I'm like, a little crazy? You almost split my head open in the goddamn tub. I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm, I'm passionate. I'm pa that's what they say when they start swinging. I'm passionate. I just have so much love for you. I try to cause you to have a seizure.
you have just entered Cafe Indigo. It's Indigo Portraits taste my exotic fruit. Something different in your atmosphere. Tell your ears draw near. I have something new and flavorful to tell you. My ATL Live radio listeners, there's much more of me to come on my erotic tongue. Drum beats, poetry, spoken word, performing artist, gifted child, with my passions of music running wild and free. Come closer to me. Come in. See me on the D block with Mega Music. And don't forget to watch Black Watch TV. Thank you, ATAZP Radio, for having me. This is Indigo Portraits. Thank you. ATAZP. Comedy Night on ATAZP Live. Uh, the last comedian I have is Patrice LaMamba Malcolm O'Neill, born in New York City. He passed away in 2011, gone too soon. I got two cuts from him. Uh, very funny comedian. I want to thank everybody that tuned in or downloaded and listened in to this show. Comedy night. We're going to do this again. I haven't done it in years, but we're going to do this again. And excuse me, because uh, these comedians are blue, which means they are cussing hard. Again, this is Patrice O'Neill. Fantastic. This is what I found out about my girl. She's been with me for five years. I've only been with her for eight months. I didn't. I'm looking at her like, bitch, you didn't realize you was a hoe for four years and four months? <laughs> Women love a little better. Y'all love better than us. You ever get sick and shit? You got something. You should go to the hospital, but niggas don't go to the hospital. So you're just like, oh, shit, I'm getting ready to die. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on. You call me, oh, hey. <laughs> and then your girl come in and she look at you like, motherfucker, you ain't going to die. I'm going to save you. Oh, my God. I'm going to get you soup. I'm going to kiss your back. I don't give a fuck if I catch what you got. And she gets you through that sickness. Then she gets sick, and you be like, God damn. <laughs> Bitch, you can't make soup. You that so- <laughs> Holy shit. I can't catch this again. I took a week off because I had it last week, Here's something y'all got to understand, man, because y'all think you know, man. You don't know goddamn fucking thing because you don't need to know. <laughs> we need to know about you. Sense of humor. If This is if you want us to like you. I mean, you can go around and do what you do, but if we, you really want to like us, this is what you know. Men's sense of humor is based on this. This is the principle. It's we're philosophical about dumb shit. We're philosophical about shit. We're very thoughtful about shit that means nothing. Here's, here's a conversation two dudes can have if women want around to fuck up the fun of the conversation. <laughs> I can look at you and go, hey, yo, hey, would you fuck a bitch if she didn't have a nose? And <laughs> look. <laughs> Wait, but here's what he'll do. He'll do this. <laughs> what 
what you mean, no nose, nigga? What, like the, the tip is gone? Nah, nigga, a hole in the face like a skeleton. Can I cover the hole with my hand and shit? Nah, nigga, you got a fucker and look her right in the hole in the face. What she look like other than the hole in the face? She fine as a motherfucker. Nigga, I'll fuck a bitch without a nose. Now, ask your girl that shit, because you're trying to, uh, would you fuck a guy without a nose? I got a guy without a nose. That shit's stupid. You can't fuck it up. You can't keep breathing without a nose. You're going to die if you don't have a nose. How do you, I'll take you to the hospital if you have a nose. Can you just be hypothetical for five minutes, bitch? Transformers, yeah, that's stupid. A car turned a robot. <laughs> Y'all will learn. Oh, here's something else. Here's something for you. Serious, if you want to know. Um, here's how you learn how to make your man uh, like you and desire what you want, which is love. All right. Equate how you feel about your vagina to how we feel about our time and our space. You understand? What we have to do to get pussy, the things we have to do. Now, I can't fuck you against your will. You got a desire to want to fuck me. If I fuck you against your will, that's rape. <laughs> now, if I'm on the phone and I say, look, I got to go, and you say, well, I ain't got to go. I want to talk to you some more. You are raping my time. <laughs> you are taking something from me. No means no, bitch. I said I don't got to go. Why are you forcing me to stay on the phone and talk to you about nothing? <laughs> a lot of black women here. You wonder why a lot of motherfuckers fuck uh, white girls? Here it is. White women, I'm serious, you just do this because men love pussy in general, so we try to learn about it all. White women are about 15 to 20 years ahead of y'all in doing nasty shit. <laughs> Hold on. Black women just started taking an ass when? What? 12, 13 years ago when Hennessy got popular? When Hennessy got popular, y'all would take it in the ass. When I was 19, I couldn't even do the wet thumb. If I was fucking my thumb, I couldn't even do the and stick it in the asshole. I had a bitch have a butt naked meeting with me when I tried to put a thumb in the ass. She stopped and was like, why would you? Why would you put your thumb in my asshole? Serious, no, you talk to me. Did you get hepatitis and all types of shit from that? And you don't even know what to say. Oh, I just feel like I put my thumb in your asshole. It was there. I was just going to smush it in, and it's just there. That's what it is. You hear women going, eh, here's the lesson. Anything selfish that you go, eh, do that. <laughs> don't be pretty with it. Look at I want a girl, when she's sucking my dick, I want her to look like an ugly motherfucker playing dice. 
<laughs> and spit on it. And choke on it a little bit. We like that too. <laughs> That's sexy. <laughs> All right, I gotta go, man. Y'all You ever feel like a terrible person when you're watching the news? Like, like you watch the news and no matter what's on, you just, you just can't, you can't care like you try to, but it just... 30,000 Chinese people died in an earthquake, and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, wow. I could care less. Oh my God. A missing mother of 10 hasn't been seen in two weeks. You're like, all right, I'm going to care about this. I know it. I know. I know. I, oh, wow. I don't give a damn. Like, I mean, I believe in God, but, I, you know, like, I'm not deep into religion. Like, I'm too afraid to not believe in God, you know. Like, I'm not an atheist. I'm like, b before that, like, 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 I believe in God when I'm in, on planes. Like, I really believe in God. <laughs> you ever try to make a side deal with God? Just... When I get on planes, I look at some old ladies struggling with her bags, having trouble putting it in overhead, and I'm like, wait a minute, lady, let me get that for you, ma'am. Let me put that heavy bag up there for you, because, you know, look, God, look what a great guy I am helping this woman with her bags. You ain't going to let the plane crash, are you, Lord Jesus, because I'm a good person. And then when the plane lands, the lady's looking at me like, you want to get my bags? I'm like, no, like what? I kept it, I kept the plane in the air, you selfish bitch. I, I, I don't even believe in ground karma. I, I kept us all alive. Let somebody else handle the ground. I'm not getting it. It's hard to be honest, man. Honesty is not the greatest thing to be. It's not, it's just no one wants to hear, yeah. Especially your woman, you know, she don't want to hear that. You ever have your girlfriend or your wife call you from another room and she's like, sweetie, and then like immediately you go, your stomach just goes, oh. <laughs> oh, what does she want? <laughs> oh, this is going to suck. I know it's not going to be good because it's never good. You want to hear what happened to me today? He'd be like, oh, not really. I make, <laughs> I always make my girlfriend tell me the end of any story she get ready to tell me first before I invest in the whole. I'd be like, shut up. What, 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 what's the end of the story? Like, somebody got shot. All right, go ahead. Try to tell the story. <laughs> Starts off wrong all the time. You know my friend Diane, right? And here's why I mess up. I go, uh, nah, I don't know Diane. You know Diane. Now I'm going to tell you an hour and a half side story about who Diane is. Because I can't keep going with the story till you know who Diane is. Remember three years ago I made you go to a party that you didn't want to go to? Or was it two years ago? Wait a minute, was it two years ago I made you go to Diane? 
That was three years ago I made you go. And remember I introduced you to a bunch of women you didn't care about? One of them was Diane. You remember now? Don't do this. Uh, yeah, 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 I remember. You don't remember. You're just saying that. So I can tell the story faster. Well, why don't you tell the story faster? Who got shot? Did Diane get shot? She didn't get shot? Did she shoot somebody? She didn't shoot. Why'd you say Diane? Because she don't like guns. Why would you say that? Finish the story. Who got shot? Never mind now. You won't let me tell the story. Wait, I won't tell the story. So I won't finish because you won't let me tell it with Diane, my friend who doesn't like guns and stuff. Hey, I'm sorry, ladies. That's not y'all. That's some other ladies that's not in here. That's, I don't even know what women that could possibly be. You want to know how to, because men, it's hard for us to love you and like you at the same time. It's just, it is what it is. Once a man loves you, he no longer likes you usually. So I'm going to give you some advice, ladies, on how to keep your man liking you once he loves you, if that's possible. This is what I think. Men want to be alone. But we don't want to be by ourselves. Does that make sense at all? Meaning, really. Look at this guy looking at his wife like, not you, sweetie, but sort of you, kind of. We want you uh, somewhere, like in the dwelling, just not here, like just like around the corner, in the vent. You can sit in the vent, I don't care if you want to watch me, but in the ba- on the roof, anywhere, but just not in front of me, trying to be my friend. What you doing? What you doing? Watching baseball? Why are you watching baseball by yourself? How come you didn't get me up? You snuck out of bed. Why you didn't get me up? I want to watch baseball with you. What you doing? Why you, why you, why you down here by yourself? Move over. Move your leg off that ottoman where it's comfortable so I can sit next to you and wrap my leg around your leg in some weird, I love you, uh, hot vine. Move over. Give me your arm. Give me your arm. Give it to me. Let me give it. Come here. Give me a kiss. Mean it! Mean the kids! You love me? Say it! Say it! Mean it! What you doing? What you, what, you, what, you, what, you, what you eating? A hamburger? You shouldn't be eating a hamburger at 11 It's too early to eat a hamburger. Let me go make you a better sandwich. A, a turkey sandwich on 47 grain bread with no mayonnaise and, and bean sprouts. Tastes like rat turds and, and twigs. Ain't that better? Ain't that better? A dry sandwich you don't want? Ain't that better? Why is the TV so loud? Well, turn it down. Ain't that better? Can't hear the TV? Got a dry sandwich you don't want? Ain't that better? Why is it so cold in here? Turn it. Why is the ceiling fan and the air conditioner? Turn it off. Ain't that better? Sweating. Wrapped up into a hot vine. Can't hear the TV. Got a dry sandwich. Ain't that better? Why is it so dark in here? Let some sunlight in. Ain't that better?
over, man. Y'all take care, but thank you very much.